Hey mama, Sarah here. I've recently had a request from Brooke for an episode about how to, quote, (laughs) not kill each other when you're confined at home with your spouse all day, trying to navigate the relationship challenges of the current pandemic situation. And I also had a request from Danielle about parenting struggles, specifically how to deal with your child's defiant behavior and attitudes. And so I thought I would do an episode all about relationships at home right now. Actually, I'm presenting you with a three-part series I'm calling the SOS Save Our Sanity series. This week, I'll talk about relationships at home. Next week, we'll talk about mental health. And the final episode of this SOS series will be all about dealing with uncertainty. So for the first Save Our Sanity episode about relationships at home, it's my intention that by the end of the episode, you feel motivated and empowered to take the lead in creating better relationships at home now with your spouse or partner and your kids, and even after the pandemic is over. Are you ready? Let's do this. This is the Motivation for Mom Show, a personal development podcast for moms, hosted by certified life coach and fellow mama, Sarah Munder. Each week, Sarah will bring you motivation, inspiration, and personal empowerment to help you show up even stronger for your family and be the mom and woman you were meant to be. You sacrifice so much of yourself every day, and it's time to take at least a few minutes and invest this time into nurturing yourself and filling your soul. You are worthy and you deserve it. Ready, Mama? Before we dive into today's episode, I'd like to invite you to grab your copy of The Mama Miracle, a worksheet I created to help you start your day with clarity and intention. Whenever you need a miracle in your life, you can turn to The Mama Miracle to help you get crystal clear on what you want to create and manifest in your life. The Mama Miracle ebook and worksheet was originally one of my best-selling products, but I'm giving it to you, my friend, for absolutely free. Just go to themamamiracle.com, put in your name and best email address, and I'll email it over to you right away so you can print it out and fill it out as many times as you need to. You have more power than you think, and sometimes you just need some clarity on what exactly you want and need. So go get your copy of The Mama Miracle for free at themama, that's M-A-M-A, miracle.com. Now, go enjoy the episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Motivation for Moms. Before we dive into today's Save Our Sanity series episode all about relationships at home, I want to give a shout out to Kat on Instagram, who sent me the sweetest message and said, Hey Sarah, I just want to say I have recently subscribed to your podcast and the last several mornings you have just had me in tears with your words. Your podcast was exactly what this mama has been searching for. I have been struggling the past year so hard with motivation for so many aspects, desperately needing a better routine and more structure in my home. Your words are amazing, and I appreciate you opening up and speaking love and light into the world of moms and women. 
Messages like these are the fuel that keep me showing up week after week. So thank you, Kat, for your sweet words. And hey, if you want to get a shout out on the Motivation for Mom show, the best thing to do would be to go to iTunes and leave a rating and review. Or you can post a screenshot of this episode with your biggest takeaways. And just be sure to tag me at Sarah Munder so I can see it. Today, I want to talk to you about your relationships at home right now. One of my amazing listeners, Brooke, sent me an email asking for an episode about how to deal with being at home with her husband, both of them working from home while also homeschooling their kindergarten and first grade sons. She said, We've never spent so much time together at home, in each other's space, and we're really struggling to get along. It feels like this work-from-home thing is never going to end, and I'm worried about whether our marriage will make it through, or at the very least, how to get through this and not kill each other. And Brooke, I'm sure a lot of your fellow moms can relate to this. I know I certainly can. My husband and I have been in the same situation since the start of the pandemic as well, And I can completely relate to how difficult it is to all be confined at home together, trying to work around each other's needs while also respecting our own needs. And of course, trying to divide up responsibilities like all of the extra housework involved in being home all day and homeschooling the kids and everything else. It's a challenging time for relationships for sure. Now, I am no marriage or relationship expert by any means, but let me start off by reminding you that you can get through this, even though sometimes it feels impossible or overwhelming. You've been through struggle before. Your relationship has had its peaks and its valleys before. And I know that looking at the whole entire mountain that we're climbing may seem overwhelming, But all you have to do is do the next right thing in how you approach this. Remember that you are queen of your tribe, and as such, you have tremendous power to create positive change in any situation, even during this pandemic. You are equipped, you are anointed, you are strong, and you are capable. I believe that we as moms have so much more power than we realize in creating positive change. And oftentimes, by just the subtle changes that we make. But boy, do those subtle changes on the outside require a lot of work on the inside, don't they? But that's what you're here for, and that's what I'm here for to help you. We are in this together. So let me give you a few things that I've picked up along the way from my life coach training and from relationship research and much from my own mother-in-law, who is a marriage and family therapist as well. When it comes to improving your relationship with anyone, the place you have to start with is yourself, which is exactly what you're doing by listening to this episode. So stay focused on what you can do. Not what the other person, in this case your spouse, needs to change. How often would you say you feel stressed, perhaps without even realizing it, because you feel a need to change a situation by controlling what others do and how they behave? And sister, by other person, you know who I'm referring to, your husband. By realizing that it's not your job, and actually it's not even possible to control a situation by controlling them, 
that's going to not only take a tremendous amount of pressure off of you, but it's going to actually work better at creating the outcome you want. When you stop being controlling and criticizing of them, they're going to feel an immediate shift. The air is going to be lighter. And let me tell you, people are much more motivated to change when they feel inspired to rather than forced to or criticized. So I would encourage you to take your focus off what your spouse is doing or not doing right now at home and really lean into what you can do to create positive change, what you can do to have those positive interactions, what you can do to do your own personal development right now. And on that note, living in close quarters day and night with someone can be really frustrating. I get it. I will be the first to admit that. My husband and I have very different lifestyles and habits at home. For example, our sleep habits are very, very different. I'm a very light sleeper, and so I have to really prepare for a good night's sleep. And so I take my bedtime routine very seriously, and I go to bed early. My husband, on the other hand, often stays up late doing things on his phone and will often fall asleep with the lights on. And then he'll get up in the middle of the night to turn off the lights and brush his teeth and finish getting ready for bed. And this drives me crazy. So instead of me trying to control him and trying to get him to change, which is what I tried to do for many years, we have found that we simply do better when we each have the freedom to do as we please. So we don't share a room anymore. And I have to say, it's made a tremendous difference in our relationship. And don't even get me started on sharing a bathroom. If you are a woman in a relationship with a man and you share a bathroom, you know the struggle. My husband likes to leave his stuff all over the bathroom counter. And for some reason... He is very, very messy with water in the bathroom. He brushes his teeth and somehow leaves puddles of water all over the counter. And I can't figure out how this happens. (laughs) And don't get me wrong, I am no saint with leaving my makeup around either. I know that drives him crazy. And in our current home, which is our temporary townhome in Georgia that we're renting until we get settled over here and we find a bigger place, we're sharing a super tiny bathroom. And so instead of fighting for bathroom space, I just simply let him use the bathroom and take up all the counter space he needs. And I keep my toiletries and makeup and everything in my bedroom on my dresser because I realized that this has been an ongoing problem for us for a long time now. We've been living together for 11 years And waiting for other people to change their habits will keep you waiting forever. So I just asked myself, what can I do so this this doesn't annoy me so much anymore? And I'm sure he enjoys having the bathroom mostly to himself, and he probably feels a lot less criticized. And this thought process can help you anytime, even when it's not a pandemic and you're confined at home together but especially right now. So think about ways, little life hacks that you can do to make life a little more bearable at home with your spouse that doesn't put a lot of pressure on them to change. One little tip, if you do need them to change something or do something differently, is to start with asking, are you willing? Are you willing or would you be willing 
is a lot less intimidating than can you or I need you to. It makes them think that it's their decision and you're not forcing them to change, but rather you're inviting them to work with you. It can be super helpful to remember that the current state of affairs won't last forever. With anything, this too shall pass. And before you know it, the challenges you're experiencing today will suddenly lift and things will feel lighter. But in the meantime, you don't have to discredit or diminish the challenges that you're facing. It's helpful to acknowledge them when it's hard. Sometimes the very act of shining a light on the challenge and the feelings that you're feeling can help to soften it. So when you have a negative interaction with your spouse or your partner and you feel the frustration or anger rising inside of you, take a second to notice it. Like a scientist would examine a specimen in a lab, Try to step outside of yourself and notice yourself being triggered. You can say something like, this feels really hard right now, even if it's just quietly to yourself. Try to resist blaming or criticizing your spouse. They're human too, going through this challenging time alongside you. They have their own challenges and struggles to deal with, and I guarantee they don't have bad intentions when they trigger you or they annoy you. It may be completely subconscious or they might not even realize that it's happening. So credit your feelings and your experience, but take ownership of your experience. Use I statements like, I feel, I think. This is my experience or perspective right now. And resist the urge to use you statements that will just put the other person in defense mode and less likely to see or hear you. There are so many good podcasts out there for relationships, and while this isn't a relationship podcast, I encourage you to find one that resonates with you to add to your library. One of my favorites is the Rise Together podcast by Rachel and Dave Hollis. I'm also a big fan of Shalene and Brett Johnson, who often do episodes together on The Shalene Show. These are two couples that I aspire to be like in many ways, so check them out. Now for the second half of this episode, let's talk parenting struggles because it's another thing that I bet all of us are dealing with right now more than ever. All I have to say is God bless all you homeschooling moms because I don't know how you do it by choice all the time outside of the pandemic. It's tough and I applaud you. I got an email from Danielle who said, I'm really struggling with defiance from all three of my kids, but of course it starts with the oldest. He's 11 and constantly grumbling and complaining and leading by terrible example. I've always struggled with this with him, but now it's really affecting my ability to properly parent my younger two also. Please help. And again, I'm no parenting expert, and this isn't a podcast about parenting, but I would love to share with you some of the resources that has helped me through all of my parenting struggles. See, I like to approach parenting from a whole brain perspective, and it can be really helpful to parent and help our children through their struggles when we have somewhat of an understanding of how their brains work, which when we do understand what's happening inside their little developing brains, it can be much easier to not take their misbehavior personally and let it get to us. 
And my go-to expert for this is Dr. Dan Siegel. I've talked about him on the podcast before. He has several books on parenting based on the cutting-edge science of how the brain works and develops. A few of my favorite books of his are Parenting from the Inside Out, No Drama Discipline, The Whole Brain Child, And, oh gosh, there are so many more. I think that every parent should read at least one of his books, and there are some overlap between them. But like I said, it's really helpful to know how a child's brain develops from baby to toddler to child to preteen to teenager. And I think that's the first place to start. I'm also a fan of Amy McCready's Positive Parenting Solutions, also another great resource to check out. I'll put the spelling of Dan Siegel and Amy McCready's names in the show notes so that you know how to spell it when you're looking them up. One thing that I've picked up from the parenting experts I've listened to over the years is that many of the defiant or rebellious struggles we face with our children often simply comes down to a lack of connection with our child. And this is often the first place we must start with with them. During the pandemic, we may feel overly connected to our children, to say the least, at the moment with the lack of alone time that we're getting But we must ask ourselves, are we really connecting emotionally with our children? And you'll know whether they feel connected to you emotionally by how they interact and respond to you. There are a lot of tense, anxious emotions in households right now, and our children are undoubtedly picking up on these and dealing with what they're experiencing during this pandemic just like we are, but in their own childlike ways. And children have very different ways of processing the changes of perhaps not being able to go to school, not being able to go to the playground, not seeing their friends seeing their parents stressed out and anxious. It's no surprise that we may notice changes in their behavior right now, or we might notice that their negative behaviors are intensified. So I would encourage all of us, and I have to remind myself this too, to be incredibly patient and loving and understanding with our kids right now. Now may not be the best time to quote-unquote fix some of our children's behaviors right now, but perhaps by focusing on understanding them and deeply connecting with them, we can draw closer to them and help them get through this challenging time and perhaps grow as little people too. We're not always going to get it right. We're going to lose it on our kids. We're sometimes going to approach things the wrong way with our spouse and with our kids, But be patient and understanding to yourself, too. We don't have ill intentions. It's just really hard right now. Be willing to apologize when you know you could have handled a situation differently or when you know that you may have hurt someone in your family's feelings. Be kind to yourself. Stop beating yourself up and use this opportunity to get aligned with the mother you want to be with the wife you want to be, and with the woman you want to be. Whether or not you intend for it, this time period is doing work on you. You are being faced with challenges and situations you've likely never faced before, and it's either going to leave you bitter 
or it's going to leave you better. We all have inner work done on us, whether we like it or not. So why not decide that we are going to face the challenges of today with the attitude of how can I become better from this? Like the irritation of a little grain of sand and how it creates a beautiful pearl. How can the grit of life right now polish your personality and bring out your strengths? Remember that your strengths may not immediately rise to the surface during challenging times like right now. It actually might be bringing up the worst in you initially, but if you're intentional without criticizing yourself, you can learn about yourself during these times and you can become a better person, a better leader, and you can inspire your family members to become better too. I think you are an incredible person for all you do. And I have so much faith in you, in us as mothers in good times and in challenging times. So remember to have faith in yourself and in your family to rise too. And remember, the subtle things that you do in your home and in your family life will have a huge positive impact on everyone in the house. So now go out there, take charge of your day as queen of your tribe, be a loving leader in your family, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. Talk to you next week on our next SOS episode about mental health. Take care, my friend. Wait, don't go yet. If you enjoyed today's episode and you know a mama who could really use some positivity and motivation in her life, would you please share this episode? You can either hit the share or copy link button or take a screenshot and post it on Instagram using the hashtag motivation for moms podcast and tag me at Sarah Munder. By the way, if you're not yet following me on Instagram, what are you even doing? Get over there, follow my transformational journey and send me a direct message and let me know your biggest takeaway away from today's episode. I love hearing from my listeners. It seriously makes my day, you guys. I'll see you there and I'll see you right here next week on Motivation for Moms.